Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast, your podcast dedicated to all things Animal Crossing. This episode is brought to you by Quantrell Toval, one of our newest Patreon patrons. Today, Sergio and I will be talking about unpopular opinions in Animal Crossing. So to begin, hello Sergio, how are you doing? Hello Chewy, I'm doing quite well. How, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I've just been playing some video games over the weekend, trying to get through the story mode in Super Mario Maker 2 because you and I were both excited for Fire Emblem. <laughs> nice, yes. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't remember if I know the answer. Do you know what house you're starting in? No, no. I, I want to see what the game shows you of each one before I decide. And sort of like you, you know, I'm I'm kind of done with games for now. I'm just waiting for Friday. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I mean, I don't know if I'm done with games for now. <laughs> I always have a huge backlog, you know. Uh, but yeah, as far as like games that I'm like actively waiting for, Fire Emblem is the one that I'm yes. trying to get to. <laughs> um, and it'll be fun because I got that day off and I'll just be like playing some games in, on a train on Friday and it'll be Fire Emblem mostly. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so anyways, we're this is going to be the episode where everybody is going to hate us, essentially. <laughs> we're going to be talking about... <laughs> yeah, I know. We're going to be talking about our unpopular Animal Crossing opinions. So these are things that are, you know, probably a lot of people like these things, and maybe we don't, yes. or maybe we like something that nobody else likes. <laughs> um, so I'm sure that we're going to run into some moments where people are going to question why they even listen to us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess, you know, with that said, I feel like I'm pretty accepting of what people like or don't like. So if you disagree... That's fine. Leave it in the comments. Right. Give us some hate mail. <laughs> uh, tell us how wrong we are because we are open to hearing it. Because <laughs> um, we're not, you know, nobody can be right all the time. That's right, tough. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sergio. So I'm thinking we should go back and forth with these just so, you know, it doesn't, you know, the hatred toward any one of us doesn't build up <laughs> for too long before the other we get to switch off and somebody else takes the heat. You right, know? right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you know what? I think I'll start with mine. And this is one that I'm pretty sure a lot of people hate. And it's pretty much the bane of existence for anybody who played City Folk. Um, because in the past, Animal Crossing games prior to City Folk, you know, we could run around, we could get through our town pretty quickly, but then we noticed after a while in City Folk that it started to look a bit ugly, a bit like a desert, a bit like, where is my grass? Yes. And this is the <laughs> animal track. So I'd say most people don't like them, but I I love them. <laughs> I am a fan of the animal tracks, and it's mostly because... I know a lot of people really enjoy making paths out of patterns and things, but I think at some point in New Leaf, I hit this wall where I had my whole town decked out with paths and everything, and then the season changed, and I was just like, oh, my grassy kind of implemented pattern, that it just doesn't match. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not working with this. And so paths became very troublesome for me where I just couldn't enjoy that every month or so that the season would change slightly, the colors would change, and then all of a sudden, 
your path didn't work. And this is where I started to love the animal tracks because I was like, you know what? I do kind of like this natural look to it. Like it feels like it's, you know, part of the game, essentially. Like Mm -hmm. this is the pathing system that we had um cuz i feel like technically it was like this was the pathing system and that's what they expected for you when you were playing like you would go through the same route over and over again and then all of a sudden it'd just be like a little animal trail you know yes and and it's strange that it doesn't work as well as it does too because animal crossing uh, well if you've ever gone like hiking or anything or anywhere through nature like it's pretty easy to see like the path that people take to walk through, <laughs> especially one that's like been naturally made, like the it's been naturally eroded pretty much, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to see that. But for some reason, like it just doesn't work as well in Animal Crossing. And I think part of it is because like, you know, the town, the, the town that you have and what you walk around especially when you're really into the game is a lot like you make use of the Mm -hmm. ground a lot whether it's planting trees shaking all the trees i know me i shake all the trees on a daily basis so i am out to get you know whatever bells and furniture falls out so i go through a lot of my town and so the animal tracks don't really work like that. If you're running the whole time, you do erode your whole place. But if you just get to the point where you're planning it, like right now, I don't mind running through my town because I have bush paths, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so I know that I'm running through an area where I'm like, yeah, wear this down. I want this to be worn down. I don't. And if there are flowers on that path, kill them because they're not part of my structure, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um. And then here's the other thing, too. Like, I don't think I know some people will make the argument of like, oh, I don't really want paths to wear because uh, I want to run around more. And I'm just like, look, I've seen your flowers. You're not going to run anyway. <laughs> it's because you don't want to kill your flowers. You yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like it, it, to some extent that argument, it just doesn't work out because there's another reason you're not running, you know? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I will say, like, it's kind of overdone in City Folk. Like, they made your path wear a little too easily. Uh, New Leaf, it's harder. Um, but I'm at a point in New Leaf where I don't play enough to really get a real worn down path. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard to strike that balance, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, you, you brought up some really good points. I, I do remember that in City Folk, whenever you you had the animal paths all over the place, the uh, it really got very deserted looking. Like, like it, it looked like there was a lot of dirt around. But if you if you made it count and you only did the ones that you really needed, it looked very natural. It looked really nice. Uh, like you said, if you put patterns as your paths, you know, basically you're putting down squares and it's very... Uh, geometric looking not very natural but the the animal tracks they do look natural that's the that's the coolest part of them i think yeah and you can make something that's like diagonal you know which is hard to do it's hard to pull that off on a grid and you know some of my favorite path patterns that people did was more of like a stone path where it was mostly the grass pattern and then stone so it felt like pretty like a natural feature in the world but then the season would change and it just wouldn't anymore, right. you know? Yes. So that that's the tough part with it. But it does, 
I don't know. I, I do like the natural look and just like the more versatility you have with the path making. So I, I, I love it. I want, I want, I mean, I wouldn't mind if it returned, but judging by the new tool that we've gotten, that's the path making tool. Yes. I don't see it happening, but I'm also worried about that tool because like I said, I really like that you can do an animal track. That's a diagonal, you know, mm-hmm. but thus far it doesn't, we haven't really seen it work diagonally for uh, New Horizons. Like we just saw a grid-based type of thing, left, right, up, down, you know? Yes, and it do, it does look very grid-based, uh, perfectly grid-based. So I'm I'm hoping that the, the animal tracks the natural way of doing them. I hope that's also back. It would be a nice balance of uh, letting the players decide which way they want to have the the animal tracks or the patterns made that way you know do you want it very precise very linear geometric looking or do you want a more natural approach yeah yeah so and i'm I'm just i'm interested to see how they expand upon it too because thus far we've only seen like a dirt path but i'm like you can make tons of different paths and there's so many different stones and wood to choose from you know so i imagine we'd be able to do like different colors and things and then we have the crafting bench too so I don't know. I want to be able to craft paths. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but I do love the animal tracks, so that's my first unpopular opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Which it took a while, actually. I probably talked too much about that because <laughs> you have a lot, Sergio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I sort of ordered mine, I think, in the biggest controversy first. So <laughs> so this is the, the big one is first in... I'm sorry, but I think Isabel is overrated. Oh, no. Yes. And everybody's going to stop listening now. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I know she does a lot of hard work, like a lot. She sleeps very little. She always helps the mayor. She's always available. She's very nice, too. And she does the same thing in Pocket Camp. She guides you. She's on Twitter. She's She's helping us everywhere. But I guess my main gripe is that, you know, when she was introduced in New Leaf, all of a sudden, she became the mascot of Animal Crossing. The entire series, you know, there were three mainline games before that. And then Isabel appears and then all of a sudden she's the mascot. She's in in many ways into many people, the, the most favorite and the most iconic Animal Crossing character. And, and I disagree. I think it should be, honestly, I think it should be Tom Nook. Hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess it's complicated. Because I know Isabel is popular. She like people really liked her. They like her introduction. And I'll say right now that I'm a little bit mad at her, mostly because of Twitter and <laughs> that she only posts Pocket Camp things. And I don't want Pocket Camp news. I want New Horizons news. Yes. <laughs> um, so I can I can get behind that. Um, as far as like mascot wise, I feel like they're pushing toward Tom Nook again yes and uh, just because he's got like you know that main um he's a feature point of new leaf or new horizons uh, so ex- change the words Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> exactly you know when they they show the game they purposely decided to show tom nook and timmy and tommy and they didn't show isabel they did they did talk about her in some uh, interviews afterward but it it sounds like she might not even be in your town depending on the way you play so who knows i think maybe even the developers are saying you know what 
Isabel, you you had your time. People are still gonna love you, and you're still gonna be part of of Animal Crossing. But we see the fact that you know Tom Nook was here from the beginning, and as well as many other characters. So we're gonna go back to them, and I think Tom Nook is probably gonna be the one in charge of New Horizons news on Twitter. And yeah, you know what, too? I think Tom Nook is like consistently a major part of each game because you even think to Happy Home Designer, where Tom Nook is kind of, mm. he, he, you know, he's your boss, essentially. Yes. Like he owns Nook Homes, you work for Nook Homes, and you're decorating under the Nook Homes brand, you right. know? <laughs> so, like, they kept him the main focus. Isabel, of course, made it into that game still, where she gave you kind of the tasks around town, so you were still designing based on what the town needed, and she was kind of that mayoral role, you know? Yes. Um, and then I'm trying to... Uh, Amiibo Festival is a weird one, because that doesn't really... There's no... <laughs> there's nothing built around it, <laughs> essentially. Like, there's... Which isn't completely true, because when you do play the board game, you know, the characters that the villagers that live on the board do take that kind of lead role. So you'll have a host villager, for example. Yes. Um, so it's not really a special character that's the major focus in that one. Right. But then we do get to Pocket Camp, and Isabel's the big character in that one. Like, she's the one helping you run your campsite and everything and just showing you the ropes. So I feel... Yeah, that, uh, I guess I'm now wondering like how they're going to mix her into the game, considering like they do want they're going to want Pocket Camp and New Horizons to exist simultaneously. Mm -hmm. And so it's worth having them be different in some ways. And one of those ways is that like Isabel is the lead in Pocket Camp and Tom Nook is the lead in New Horizons. So yeah, ah. it, it's it's interesting, but I feel like they it, it's thought out. I think they've definitely worked on this idea, you know? Yes. And I think a big part is that most likely, I mean, it looks like we're no longer the mayor in the island. So that's really the reason why Isabel is not around from the very beginning. And like we said, we, she might not even show up in your town at all, depending on the way you play. I, I'm I'm not willing to say that I would play a specific way just so she doesn't show up. It's not like I don't like her. It's just I feel like she she sprung up out of sort of out of out of nowhere, and Tom Nook sort of was on her shadow for a little bit. But I think he's coming back, and we're learning a lot more about Tom Nook, and he's a nice guy, basically. Yeah, yeah, and you know, there we kind of underestimate the the leaf that Tom Nook turned when New Leaf came <laughs> out where, you know, he no longer runs the shop. He's left that to his um, uh, two nephews. Mm -hmm. And now he's like, I'm going a different direction with my career. I'm really good at realty now. Um, I've learned that over the course of three games. So now I'm just going to focus on doing homes, you know? Yes. <laughs> and so he's grown that, obviously, to do entire islands. And then, <laughs> you know, essentially, like, probably eventually doing, like, some sort of city planning thing, depending oh, wow. on how big our islands get. So, man, who knows? Um, but I don't know, Sergio. I don't know if Isabel's overrated. <laughs> I think she's just, like proven herself to be a very likable character in a short amount of time <laughs> i guess i guess that's true i guess 
it depends on how how popular she was when it was just New Leaf. But you're right, you know, in Pocket Camp, she was uh, a big help, and then she took over Twitter. So she, it, it's not just New Leaf. You're right about that. <laughs> yeah, and I'll say it too. I feel like the moment she won my heart was when she was like, I really, I've I've been here this whole time, but never got to go to the beach, and I just want a yes. seashell, you know? <laughs> and then you go and get her a little seashell, and she's so appreciative. <laughs> um, but she is too afraid to go to the beach because she works so hard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and her brother is Digby, and he has a raincoat, so it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> All right, I'll go with my next unpopular opinion. Um, I am okay with villagers moving wherever they want. Oh, really? (laughs) Yes, I don't really want to pick where they move. Um, And this is going... It's going to be a test, definitely, Mm. when New Horizons comes out, because they're going to pick a spot, they're going to ask you if that's okay, and then you have the chance to say, no, you have to move here, you know? So. And I guess just part of it for me is there there are ways around it now in New Leaf um, where you can basically control where villagers move in. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I found it useful, I think at the beginning of the game, I'm not so sure i like the randomness of villagers coming in especially before i have the ability to like really plan out my town and everything and so i feel like part of the fun for me is planning around where they move in not so much like planning where they move in to start developing everything from the get-go but i like having something that exists and then working through that Mm. and I know, I guess the hard part where people are going to disagree is obviously when, you know, villagers move out, you've already gone through that process, and then somebody moves in and totally ruins everything that you've already built for the last five months, you know? Yes. But at that point, I'm like, cool, I'm ready to change my place up a little bit and work around this now and make a new design around where they've decided to live. And maybe I can use this space that opened up here for another public works project, you know? Mm, Yes. And so for me, I'm not so torn about that. Like they ruined my orchard. It takes like three days for these trees to grow (laughs) versus like, you know, in real life, I take a lot more, um, I guess I'm more angry about it because I'm like, oh, great. (laughs) You ruined this forest that was growing for who knows, hundreds of years, maybe. Right. <laughs> you know, so when it's Animal Crossing, I'm just like, all right, this tree's going to be back in like three days, four <laughs> days, I think, total, for if you plant a fruit tree and you want it to have fruit. Right. <laughs> but it doesn't take long to work around that to me. So I am okay with villagers moving in where they want because I think by the time they get to that point, I'm like, cool. I was totally fine with this plan that I had. I'm going to change directions now and do something new, you know? Yes, that, that's a very good point. It, it encourages you to th- think of on your feet, basically, or come around with a solution. Well, you're exactly right. Like, I have this other space now, and how do I, quote-unquote, fix this area? Or how do I integrate it with the design that I already had? I know for sure I had to change my... I had a little area for bamboo trees um, at some point and I had to move it because one of the uh, villagers moved and it kind of worked better on another area but on the other hand there was one time when Chatter moved in 
And he decided to move in right at the intersection of three paths. <laughs> the, the, probably the biggest inter intersection in Madera. He moved right in the middle of that. And it was upsetting because I, I like Shatter himself uh, as a villager, but I, I had to be mean to him so he would move because he was in the worst possible location. So I think New Horizons is it's doing it right. It's, assuming they move in at some random spot, and then they ask you, is, is this okay? And, and then you can decide, yeah, I can work around this or like, or say, no, this is, this is a really bad part. I'll just move you a little bit over here. I think that's the, the, the best approach they could have done. Yeah. And I'll say you bring up like a good, um, point too. And I guess this kind of came up in my most recent Friday video where I was talking about, uh, Amiibo yes. in Animal Crossing New Horizons. And essentially my thought is like, you know, even if Amiibo have some sort of functionality in the game and they can move characters that you want in, people still have the option to do so or not. So even though I personally would rather have villagers move in in random locations, mm -hmm. people have the option to pick where they're coming. So I think both types of players are still going to get the the experience that they, that they want out of the game, you know? Yes. Mm -hmm. And... You know, like in the cases of uh, though I am so totally for a random villager coming in, one moving in right in the middle of a three lane intersection. Yes. <laughs> I think it's good that we have the option to work around that, have them choose a different place. Um, and I'm kind of wondering how that works because I'd w I wouldn't mind it still being like random. Um, not random completely like either having the option to pick exactly where mm -hmm. or having the option to pick uh, another random space you know yes i think the the best way for that would be if they move in with a tent and then they just settle in sort of sort of a random but then they ask you if, if you're okay with it and if not you know it's a lot easier to move a tent than to move a fully built home yeah, and I, you know, I've been wondering for a while now, like if we're even going to be able to move our homes later, or if they're right. like stuck. Because one of my biggest concerns is like pine trees. I've talked about this before. <laughs> I want them to be around my house, and thus far, I don't think we've seen a clip of Animal Crossing New Horizons um, that's below the cliff where pine trees live. Mm -hmm. We do have a scene with a cliff in the back, but that could be the upper section still. So yes. it's not like a hundred percent confirmed. And so my issue is that thus at the very beginning of the game, we can't get to that higher section as far as we've seen, mm -hmm. you know, until later. So if, I don't know if we can't plant a house there and we can't have pine trees around our place, you better bet that I want to be able to move my house later and then go up there and have pine trees around my yes. house. So, because um, I feel like that limits that limits you a bit. Like that limits the freedom that you have developing your island if you just can't develop a house in the northern portion of the town. Yes, and they should let us do it. I mean, even if there's like a really big fee that you have to pay because, you know, you're basically moving your house and you might have to live on a tent for a few days again. But it should be an option. You just made me smile so much <laughs> because you said another big fee to yeah. pay. I'm all for that. I am all about paying things in Animal Crossing. <laughs> so I want that for sure. Um, but yeah, I guess it just in general, I... 
I love the randomness of villagers moving in. I totally understand where people are coming from by not liking it, but it's for me. I, I think this is the type of thing that I like, especially considering like we're only going to be starting with two villagers. And honestly, like they're not going to at the very beginning of the game, they're not going to cause a huge problem like there's a lot of space and being able to work around that and you know build a yard for them i feel like them picking a random spot to do that is going to be fun for me um yes. just mm -hmm. to start so i also uh, i just like seeing all the random plots in the very beginning of the game <laughs> yes yeah. nice well moving on to my second unpopular opinion this is gonna i think this might even surprise you it's gonna surprise a lot of people probably <laughs> so it has to do with my favorite kk slider and i think kk should only play one song for you every saturday just one oh, so <laughs> no. okay keep going <laughs> <laughs> so you might remember in in city folk they added the the encore ability basically if if you want him to keep playing, uh, he can do more songs. You only get the first one as the air check or the copy of the song. But you can keep listening to him sing and basically keep the concert going. I don't know. I think I think we should go back to how it was in the original and in Wild World. Just one song, that's all you get and you cherish it like crazy every week. Uh, it kind of makes me think like, you know, if you have a an anime that you watch or a TV show that you watch that... It's weekly. You look forward to it a lot every week, and then you enjoy it a lot when it happens. But that's it. You know, it's it's time to wait another week, and and I think that's how it should be. It would make it better. Um, I know for sure there were a couple of Saturdays when I just spent like hours and hours just <laughs> uh, keeping the concert going, and, and it was fun for sure. But it, it takes away some of the magic, I think. And you know what? I think this works. In New Horizons, uh, and I'm surprised you're saying it, but I feel like it works in New Horizons <laughs> based on, I would imagine it would work as one song per player per week. And there are eight players that are capable mm. of playing this game. So say it's a Saturday night, you log in with your four people who are all playing local on the same TV with yes. you, and you all go and hang out at that KK Slider concert, and you each get to pick a song. And getting four songs that night is awesome, you know. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and then, and then you're good. Like you each get your song and you cherish it, like you said. Because I was very torn in New Leaf when KK Slider songs were buyable. You know, I I, right. I always felt like, <laughs> and it's not so much that I don't want KK Slider to make money off his music. I do, but I would just rather buy it from him. But still, I think being able to find them outside of KK Slider being the source of the music <laughs> made it a little bit too easy. And it it kind of bothered me that I was able to get KK Slider songs before I'd even like met KK. You oh, know? that's true. Yeah. and Because yeah. I, I feel like that happened first. I feel like I got that upgrade that mm -hmm. all of a sudden had his albums. And I was like, what? I can get <laughs> KK Slider music now? And then it was just like on a daily basis, I could get it. And I was like, right. I've never met you, you know? <laughs> but at the same time, like it has that effect of like, I uh, there are very rare moments where the first time I hear a band is like live. You know, mm -hmm. um, it happened recently for me. I went to see Lady Lamb 
and the opening band, Renata, Renata Zeiger. I'd never heard them before, but I loved their set. And oh. so I saw them live for the first time and I bought their album afterwards. And so when I have those moments, I truly, truly enjoy it. Um, but most of the time I just kind of discover music on my own, you know, Yes. Mm -hmm. um, just on the side on the internet. And then I go and see the band later right. if the opportunity arises. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it felt, it felt strange going, I guess, backwards from what the system was. Yeah, for sure. And I think when they added the ability for the encores, at least... I'm guessing in New Leaf, I'm not so sure about City Folk, but for New Leaf, I'm pretty sure it was done because of multiplayer. So you could have people over and you, there was something else for everyone to do together. You know, oh, let's go. Let's go see KK um, actually perform because it's Saturday night. But I really like your idea that depending on how many people you actually gather before you go in, maybe that's the maximum number of songs that you can get. And that's it for that night. You know, if you go in with three people, you get three songs and that's it. You have to plan ahead or plan for next week or the week after that. that I'm, I'm good. That's a good compromise. <laughs> I have a question for you based on this idea. Are you going to either have KK Slider choose what song he's going to play or are oh. you going to suggest one? Oh, that's tough. I Make was a thinking, request. <laughs> I was thinking of going random, but I know he's going to repeat some. No, you know what? That's fine. He can repeat away. I'll keep going every week anyway. It's going to be random. <laughs> I And I guess I'm asking like for specifically the first one, because I feel like I'd go random on the first one for oh, yeah? sure. <laughs> but I, I'm also so tempted to ask for uh, Technopop. Yes. Because that was the very first game that I ever heard. And I didn't really like it at first, but now... <laughs> I do. It's like such a chill jam. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Ideally, I would like to ask him, play me something new. And then he he would know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, that would be a great option. Like, just play me something new. I don't care what it is, but I want to never have heard it before. Or at least like have never gotten the album, yes. you know, before. Yeah. So, yeah, that'd be good. Um, so yeah, I'm actually surprised you want to limit your KK Slider <laughs> stuff because like, you know, if it's just you, you get like, what, three minutes max right, right. <laughs> on a, a KK Slider playing music for you every week, which is what, how many hours are in a week? A lot of hours. <laughs> it's like, what, 72 hours is three days, so 144 plus another 24, right. 168 yes. mm -hmm. hours a week. I just did math. <laughs> um, you're going to wait 167 hours and 57 minutes <laughs> for just three minutes of KK Slider. <laughs> yes, that's how special it's going to be. <laughs> I like it. I, I'm, I'm for it. I do really like, you know, it, it's good to be limited in a game like this. Yes. Just so... I mean, I in some ways it artificially lengthens the amount of time, but I feel like that's just real life. A lot of things are artificially <laughs> lengthening the amount of time it takes for you to do it. Right. <laughs> and sometimes it's you, sometimes it's the system, but things take longer <laughs> than you want them to all the time. Right. And Exhibit A, this wait for Animal Crossing New Horizons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's taking longer than you want it to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. 
All right, I guess I'll go into my next one. Let's see, where did I leave off? Okay, here's another one. This is kind of a good follow-up for my last one, which was Mm -hmm. I'm okay with villagers moving in wherever. My next one is I like that villagers move away, and I don't really want to have the option to make them stay forever. Um, Mm. And this is the, the tough one, because... I know for a lot of people, they fear missing a day of Animal Crossing, and then that day just happens to be the one your villager decides to leave, and then they're gone, you know? Yeah. And I'll say, like, you know, they fixed that system up in New Leaf where, you know, they'd maybe want to leave over the next week, and if they ran into you, they'll mention it, you know? And then at that point, you can say no don't move or sure move. Yes. <laughs> and I I like that system because sometimes, you know, a lot of times I'd say like, no, don't move. I really like you. And then I, they'd ask a second time and I'd be like, oh, I don't know. And then the third time it came around and I'd be like, you know what? Sure. You, it, it seems like you've got other things in your life that you want to do, other things that you want to accomplish. Go for it. I'm not going to hold you back. I'm not you're my Margie, essentially, and you're leaving <laughs> to go follow your dreams. And who am I to get in the way of that? You know? Yeah. Yep. So so I do like that system because it gives you a chance to keep enjoying your friend for a little bit. But at some point, I feel like I feel like one of the greatest lessons that you learn from Animal Crossing is being able to let go. <laughs> and I mean, it's a, it's a sad thing. I, I won't deny that. Like, it's a sad thing to have to let go of something that you love. But that it's just it's not it's a very realistic thing that has to happen. And Animal Crossing, though, you know, it's it's a video game. It's not really supposed to be realistic like it can be whatever you want it to be but i do appreciate that it has these realistic things that happen that make you feel real emotions so yeah so yeah i'm i love that villagers can move out even your best friends because you know sometimes that happens i've had best friends move away i've probably been one of those friends who moved away um because, you know, I've been gone from where I'm from for right. the past six years or so. And I think the, I think where this can improve, um, and this might improve based on the Nook phone that we're getting, but for a, a lot of people that I live far away from, like I have a pretty easy time texting them, calling them, messaging them, IMing, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is. So I feel like what can be improved is the communication that we have with villagers once they've gone yes oh that would be so good (laughs) yeah because you know it's not that's a real thing like even in the previous games like you could send letters it would be nice to be able to send letters to those villagers who had already left or if they just checked in with you every once in a while like a month a month or two passed by and they just you got a letter from them you know yeah, or maybe they can they can, you can actually invite them over at least for one day. You know, hey, I'm gonna be in the area. Let's hang out again. Yeah, that would How be awesome. Would be? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I man. would love it. Yeah, for sure. So you know, I agree with your point. I I don't know. I I I'm concerned. I we we kind of discuss what about if you have like a best friend feature and you could tag one of your villagers as as your best friend and that basically tells the game never even ask them to to never even offer them to move away they're 
they're going to stay here. That's what I want. If they did that option, would you use it? Um, because I guess I, not. I think I would. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I would. Mm. Um, I would still prefer that they let me know, you know? Mm-hmm. But I don't want to keep them from being able to make that choice, you know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm okay with, like, the villagers just leaving. I don't know. I guess I'm just okay with it. Because I've played the game. And, you know, I, I know you've played the game as long as I have. But I also feel like my experience of playing the game, I feel like I've seen so many villagers. And I have yet to meet so many villagers. So, yes. for me, it's more of, like... Sure, you can go and I'll see who comes next. Because some of, like, New Leaf, I met some villagers that I'd never had before that were amazing. Like, I remember when I first made my campsite in the game, I was waiting for certain villagers to pop up so I could get them. But before that ever happened, I met so many other villagers I didn't know about that I loved, like O'Hare, the little brown rabbit who's like kind of tropical and everything. (laughs) Um, And then like I had other random ones move in that I hadn't had, like Lyman, I think it's pronounced, or Lehman, but he was a little green um, koala bear. And I know he's not really a popular villager, but I got him in my town and I just talked to him all the time. And at first I was like, okay with him, but then he just became one of my best friends. Um, Eventually he did move away, so I don't have him anymore. But Mm. yeah, that's a that's a friendship that I didn't think I would have. And I think both of those characters have since left. And so now I'm just (laughs) like, I can just let villagers move and more can come in and I can meet more villagers. You know? Yeah, yeah, that, that's definitely a very good, uh, you know, w- way of thinking of making the, the the best out of a potentially negative situation. You know, you, someone else is going to move in. It could be another great new friend. Yeah, and there are hundreds of them, hundreds of yes. possible villagers. So I, I think I'm excited to see, especially like ones I've never had, ones they're bringing back and new ones that they're going to yes. bring into the game. So. It's going to be, it's for me, I just don't want to miss out on that. I want to be able to experience the newness of the game. It is New Horizons, so. Ah, that's true. And it's our first HD game. I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And it's it's another new, like you said, so let's embrace all the new, right? Let's get all the new villagers, too. Yeah, double new. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, let's move on to another kk controversy (laughs) this is this is the last one for for this time so this one has to do with the other persona this is about dj kk and bottom line i think he shouldn't exist (laughs) oh man (laughs) i guess i really wonder what people think of dj kk (laughs) that's a good point yeah I, i wonder how that goes because for me you know, I definitely like AK Slider better. You know, traditional acoustic guitar, no fancy lights or sound, just basic. And I would prefer if he went back to just that. Um, it it was it was a little strange for me when DJ KK was announced and the way he was introduced into the game because he was you know KK was never really into techno or EDM or anything like that. It was. I mean, he does have those songs, but it was only part of his <laughs> large repertoire. So 
we never kind of saw him as anything even close to a DJ. So I think it should be either another new special character that gets introduced or if there's still a club lol with music on weekdays maybe the villagers in town could take turns to be the dj basically and kk can be around only on saturdays again classic kk and this is something that i agree with for sure because i've talked about how i Everything that I write that's some sort of creative story type of thing, <laughs> it always ends up being about starting a band. <laughs> and so <laughs> for me, I just want lots of little animal characters that start bands and to play music on the weekdays, like maybe go to open mics and stuff. Like if it were an open mic all the time and you can show up and there'd be a couple villagers making music and then one of the special characters comes and makes music, I picture... Um, Don Rossetti and Mr. Rossetti have a little duo that they play <laughs> as. So I, I, I could picture a lot of these characters oh. doing something musical, you know? Right. So I don't know. I, uh, but I guess I agree too. I don't, I'd rather not have a DJ KK. I appreciate his clothes. Um, <laughs> like I, I'm okay with him being dressed. That's fine. Right. <laughs> but I think like the, the job itself, I'm like, uh, like it seems like every song is now DJ KK. <laughs> yes. Right. Right. You know, and I say that not like the name DJ KK, but like if it were like KK techno pop or, <laughs> you right. know, it's like more of a title of the track. And so now every track is that. And so I don't, and I think overall, I just like the variety of KK Slider that he is like multi genre and can play anything. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I I want more of that. I want more of like acoustic KK doing his thing. Yeah, for sure. And maybe he could try other instruments, but just you know, just that one instrument, not nothing electronic, just acoustic. And for as for his you know adventure as DJ KK whether it's gonna keep going or if it's it's over I wonder how much of that had to do with uh, Dr. Shrunk in basically paying for the club I I wonder what their history is <laughs> yeah that's true Dr. Shrunk opened up that club he comes to you to do that and so yeah it seems like they kind of go hand in hand in New Leaf which is strange but yeah I'd I would rather see like KK Slider start another band yes. <laughs> or start a band and just like if they're going to do anything different with him, like make him have a whole band with him, make yeah. some other characters around him, add a little like another three characters, kind of like OK Motors and have them play some music with KK. <laughs> OK K Motors. OK K Motors. <laughs> we got the name already. That's their band now. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> so yeah, that's I, I think DJ KK should be gone. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think so too. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here is my next one, and I know I know for sure this is an unpopular opinion, but Ooh. I think winter is great and summer is not as great. I prefer winter over summer. It is the better season of the two, <laughs> in my opinion, of course, because I know 
over and over and over again. People on my comments are just like, but Animal Crossing is a summer game. Animal Crossing is a spring game. Animal Crossing is not a winter game. It's terrible in the winter. And I'm like, no, Animal Crossing is a year long game every year. (laughs) It's always a game. I just, uh, you're just prefer it during the summer. I think, I think Animal Crossing is just better in the winter personally and you know people will say well there's more to do in the summer and i'm like is there because there aren't too many events maybe you feel like there's more to do because you're still paying off your house or something or Mm -hmm. maybe you can make more progress because you can catch more bugs and stuff but i really think that the new system and new horizons is going to change what people think of these seasons just because We're not going to be just going for bells all the time to make progress. Like a lot of the progress is going to be based around the raw materials that we're able to gather and craft, you know? (laughs) And so making money, I already foresee it being like a much more difficult task than it was in New Leaf, especially in New Leaf after you got the island, Tortimer's Island, like you could just go there and rack up the bells by catching bugs over and over, right. you know? So so I think the bell thing was what really pushed people to prefer summer because mm. summer was when all of the expensive stuff was around. Where, you know, you got the sharks, you got the rare bugs, like all of the stuff that sold the most was out in the summer versus winter. Like if you had a snowy day after like 4 p.m. or something, you could catch a coelacanth, which was going to be the most valuable thing that you could get. So the money making there wasn't as great. So a lot of people felt like they weren't making the progress that they could make versus summer. And I think that's what they're really feeling. Like, the progress that is able to be made in the summer was more than in winter. But, like, winter, Mm. like, outside of progress, like, there's just so many more events. I think summer, June has, like, one holiday and a bug-catching tournament, I think. And then, um, or maybe that's July, where it has, like, a holiday and a thing. And then August, it's essentially the same event four weekends in a row where Sunday's the firework thing. Whereas like you get to winter, you've got your toy day. You've got the first day of the snow, which is always exciting. You've got the New Year's Eve and New Year's Day stuff. You've got um, the Valentine's Day thing in February. Mm. So like there's stuff pretty consistently throughout the winter. And then on top of that, like you have extra things like making snowmen and seeing an igloo, (laughs) you know? Yes. Um, so I don't know. I, I think, yeah, there are less bugs. There are less fish to catch. But I don't know. I feel like a lot of the love for summer really comes from be- the world being dictated by bells. Whereas I feel like this <laughs> next game, it's going to be dictated by resources, where we're going to find a lot more value in a lot of the stuff around the world that didn't exist because, you know, we were basically just focusing on the things that made bells, but now we're going to be focusing on everything because everything makes something. Yes. Um, so that's my monologue about why winter is better. <laughs> um, also, I don't know. I love seeing the snow. Summer, I just feel hot. I know. You know what? I listened to Nintendo Jump, and I, I remember you guys talking about some video difficulties with video games and you tend to have them when it's the weather is hot outside. Like you just don't feel like playing games, right? you know? (laughs) So 
I don't know. Maybe I get that a little bit too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But of course, you know, the exception, Animal Crossing. We're going to be playing that of course. no matter what the weather is. And I think that might be part of, of your, your reasoning here. And, and I, I agree with that because, yeah, if it's winter in the game, it might not be as colorful or as the design might not be ideal. I, I do think um, they should work on... Just having different snow patterns or, or snow coverage because it's always white and it kind of gets a little bit boring. But if you think about it, it's winter in real life too and there's really good games coming out al almost always and there's holidays and there's things going on. There's a lot of that in the summer too, but I, I, I love winter and I think a lot of people really like it too. So it's combining good things in your life during the real winter and then you can enhance them even further by playing Animal Crossing. Yeah, and I'll say, you know what, I do think that's a fair point because I also get tired of that winter look after, um, you know, three full months of it. I do think the snow starts to look like bland, you know? Right. But I feel like with this new game, we've seen one clip from winter. Yes. Technically two because, but one of them's indoors in Fuchsia's place. But that one clip of winter in the new horizons trailer is gorgeous. Yes. Like I think of all of the scenes that we saw in this trailer, in the footage, I think the winter looked so strong as far as like the, the atmosphere, the colors were very great in winter. It was the, mm -hmm. uh, cause at first I was just like, Oh, the colors, it does look pretty bright, you know? And, mm -hmm. It makes sense. It's like a summer day. It's pretty bright during the summer. But like to see everything kind of toned down and seeing like a cloud cover that made everything a bit darker. Yes. I loved the look of winter here. And also, uh, I don't know, I'm looking at the image right now. And just seeing like the new the weeds that pop up out of the ground, I feel like that gives mm. it a little bit more variety too. And so I don't know, I feel like winter is going to look so good in this game that people are going to look at it a different way. Yeah, 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 for sure. And, and the, like you said, there's more, and I would want to say more significant events for everyone to engage in during the winter. And it's the ones that we look forward to, you know, Christmas, New Year's, those, at least those two for sure. In in Thanksgiving, um, everything, all of them kind of together within three months. It's, it's definitely... The winter is great in real life and in the game. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you've got some more here. Yes. The next one. I think I'm a little bit of a pocket camp defender in a way. So <laughs> I think, you know, as far as the spinoffs, the, the three spinoffs that there are, I think pocket camp actually is the closest to the mainline games. I would say even closer than Happy Home Designer. So my reasoning is because Pocket Camp gives you a little bit of a taste of everything you do in the mainline games. You get to decorate. In Pocket Camp, they really took it to the next level, if you think about it. There's so many things you can do. And the, the fact that you can take so many cool photographs of any angle, it's just great. Now, you can also interact with all of the villagers and you, you get to experience a little bit of what you do in the mainline games and how you work with them and you kind of help them out with requests. I know it's it's very different from the mainline game in, in a lot of ways, but one key factor here is that Pocket Camp is also real-time. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think Happy Home Designer is real-time, correct? 
No, Happy Home Designer is not. You just play and then you hit a point where you've decorated a house and then that's it. That's your day. And you right. can go to bed and come back to work in the morning and it's not a real-time clock. Right. And see, Pocket Camp, they did that even though it's it's very dependent on your online connection and your progress. They still kept the real-time. I think that's a really important thing to note about Pocket Camp in, in regards to how it ties into the mainline game. Um, one of the key differences in Animal Crossing compared to other live sims or, or similar genre of games is that it's real time and even Pocket Camp, you know, took that to heart. So I think there's some some uh, praise there for Pocket Camp to be given. Yeah, definitely. I do think that was exciting to see with Pocket Camp when we first started playing it, that it was a real time thing again. Because <laughs> um, that's like, that's a basic feature for Animal Crossing. I think where it doesn't feel real time is that everything kind of refreshes after three hours, which, you know, it's a different game and it kind of requires it to, so you can make any real progress, right. you know? <laughs> um, so it's not bad that they did that, but I do think that that's where it doesn't quite feel as real time. But at the same time, maybe it does even more just because you wait three hours and then all of a sudden, oh, there we go. It's yes. another cycle. Um <laughs> So better play, you know? Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it's... I think you're you're right. Because it does have a lot of the other things that you can do, like <laughs> fishing, bug catching. Um, there's not really digging for fossils, I guess, but... Right. <laughs> or even like chopping down trees. But like, you know, the main two activities that you do to collect things are fishing and bug catching. So. Right. There's like some collection aspect to it and there's still like a huge decorating aspect to it, be it your campsite, your camper and your cabin. All of those start with CA. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> funny enough. Um, but anyways, like you do have a lot of spaces to decorate. So I think that is like one of the key features of Animal Crossing mm -hmm. um, outside of just like doing your daily tasks, you know? Yes. And it's indoors and outdoors in these are they really took it all the way in in terms of the decorations and i think it's it's only it's an extension of what we're seeing in new horizons now you can place everything outside so we have pocket camp to thank for that i would say yeah and it was funny playing amiibo festival yesterday i noticed like some of the scenes had like little decorations and things on outside and i was like oh man They've had these ideas for a bit now <laughs> to really <laughs> expand what we could do outside, and I'm so ready for it to come to life. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, Pocket Camp, you know, it's it's a mobile game for sure, and it's free, and a lot of people that play Animal Crossing, they haven't even wanted to play it, but I think there's some credit to it. it it's, it's an enjoyable game. I'm going to remember it fondly, and I think it's noteworthy for sure. Yeah, but I'm also ready to say goodbye to it and just play New Horizons. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably fall off of that boat for a bit. I keep coming back, though. I've got to say, like, I keep coming back and playing more Pocket Camp. Mm. I've been consistent for a while now. Nice. All right, here's my next one. And this might be worse than being a Pocket Camp, <laughs> uh, whatever you called it. But I think Amiibo Festival is a good idea. And maybe even a little fun. Uh, and I mostly think that because I played it yesterday on stream and I think I finally found a way to make it fun <laughs> because now there's like, there's some skin in the game because I feel like the game itself, the goal, it needs a little help where the goal is just like, oh, who can be happiest? 
Or if you're the saddest, you lose. And that's yeah. a bummer, you know? <laughs> it's a bit of a bummer of a game right there. Right. But now I'm doing this whole tournament based on Amiibo Festival where I'm pitting all of the Amiibo, the playable Amiibo characters that exist against each other. And now they're going to fight to the death. No, they're just kidding. <laughs> they're just going to see who's the happiest. But there's going to be a, an ultimate prize at the end. So I I feel like I've made it fun that way. But also, like, in general, a lot of people would be very sad if there was, like, an Amiibo Festival too. And I guess to some extent I would be as well. Um, just because <laughs> I feel like the board game idea they had for that was not as strong as I feel like they could have been. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially because like, there's so many like opportunities to do like a Mario party type of thing where there are mini games and things like that, you know? So Mm -hmm. I feel like there are a lot of fun things they could do, especially like even with like board game mechanics where, you know, the, uh, one of the big goals in Animal Crossing is paying off your house. Like if you were going around a board kind of Monopoly style, trying to build the biggest house before the end of the game and, you know, or, or maybe even trying to complete the the museum collection, like maybe there are different categories, oh. maybe thing, just different challenges. Like there are ideas that they could have had for this yes. that I feel sad that they didn't didn't try, you know. And maybe they came up and they just didn't work out, but I don't know. I feel like there are plenty of things that could have worked out that were a little bit more interesting than what the end product ended up being. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, I do think the end product like works for the game. Like People are happy while they play Animal Crossing, so naturally going trying to be the happiest villager of them all <laughs> is a good goal <laughs> to have, but I don't know. I would be okay with seeing another, if not even Amiibo Festival 2, like another party game attempt at Animal Crossing. And on top of that, I feel like we're going to be a lot more open to this because at the time Amiibo Festival was, was announced, we were all expecting HD Animal Crossing on the Wii U. Yes. Like that's what everybody was waiting for. So I think it came at a bad time. I think it it, it made people angry. And then it was also not very good, so it justified the anger that people felt. (laughs) So now I feel like we're going to get a really great Animal Crossing game with New Horizons, which is what people have been wanting for the last four to five years, you know? Mm -hmm. And once that's out, let's revisit this, Nintendo, come on. I, I'm I'm open to it. I want to see spin-offs of Animal Crossing, especially because I foresee the next mainline Animal Crossing game coming out in like 2030 at yes. this point. <laughs> like it's gonna be a long time before we see a new one. So let's. Uh, I, I'm okay with getting some, um, I guess, spin-off titles. Yes, and they could even tie them into New Horizons, like you said perfectly. We're gonna, it's gonna be okay because we're gonna have the the new game that we have been waiting so patiently for. So if they wanna try again, for sure, I'm I'm completely with you. Especially because you know it's a series that already had mini games. They could have shortened them a little bit, but they could, they definitely could have made them work. But I I really also like your ideas. Maybe like a Monopoly type thing or uh, collecting box fish or the museum exhibits. There's so many things they can do i'm totally down for amiibo festival too yeah (laughs) (laughs) nice okay moving on to the next part of my list this is not too significant but i think the the there's i heard this pronounced different ways but i think it's 
uh, oops, what was it again? Uh, feng, feng Shui. Feng Shui. Yes, right. Yeah. Because <laughs> I also heard Feng Shui, <laughs> which I thought it was funny. So I think that being part of Animal Crossing, I think that's unnecessary. Um, I know it goes towards the Happy Home Academy, giving you certain points, and I I appreciate some parts of that. Like I I know you get points for also having. A lot of different items from the same series. I think that works really well and that makes sense. But as far as... Um, how do you pronounce it again, Chewie? Feng Shui. <laughs> Feng Shui, yes. Uh, I don't know if that makes sense. I, I think it's a little bit forced. Um, uh, that's just me. I think most of us wouldn't decorate that way. And I think the game should be able to tell, you know, oh, you do have a plant, even if it's not in this specific corner. At least I can tell you have it and I'm going to give you points for it. I think they should work around that. I, I don't know if I want this feature to return. Uh, you know what? And I'll follow up with that with saying like every part of it is like every room having like a table, chairs, a bed, like having a complete set of things. And <laughs> I feel like overall, like that for years has pushed me in the direction of like making every room some sort of bedroom in my place. It took me a long time to get out of that where I was like, you know what? I could do different things with all my rooms. Yes. <laughs> you know, I, I, they don't have to all be a place to sleep and live. <laughs> so I, I feel it, but the game itself like pushes you in that direction. And it's yes. weird to me. Whereas like, you know, Happy Home Designer came out and there was really no point system at all. Like you could essentially decorate however you wanted and just had the three items that the uh, the character wanted and then right. it was fine. And then you'd get your A+, you'd move on. But I feel like they could, in that game, I feel like it, there's more room for the feng shui mechanic where you actually have to do things to to result in a good score, you know? Yeah, Versus, yeah. like, in New Horizons, like, there's gonna, we're gonna get plenty of freedom in general to do whatever we want. So, I don't, I just don't, I'm like you. I feel like there's no place for it at this point. Yeah, yeah, because in, in a way, like you said, it's a limit to how you decorate. And I think part of the beauty of Animal Crossing is just exploring and decorating the way you want and just making it work with the items you have right from the beginning or the little you get and the more you add, you can make your house look the way you want. And I think that should be the key point. And then, of course, I, I do like the Happy Home Academy system. I think it should be, it should uh, gauge or... Uh, tell your points based on different aspects and, and definitely not uh, feng shui. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, there should be more to it. And it should be implemented in Happy Home Designer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cool. So I think I had one more on here. I think you have a few more than me. Yes. <laughs> so my last one, and this one, if, if you haven't stopped listening to us yet because you hate <laughs> us already, this one's going to get you there. But I think for me, Wild World is my least favorite mainline Animal Crossing game. <laughs> and this, is, this one's going to be rough for people because I know it's the first game for a lot of people and it's really hard not to love your first game, yes. <laughs> your first of anything. It's very hard to get out of that because <laughs> it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's what got you into the series. But honestly, I think overall it is my least favorite. And I know it did more for the series than City Folk did. Mm -hmm. But for me, I just think City Folk 
did it all better. And mm. I, I mean, Mehdi will not agree with me. <laughs> We've had this, this uh, <laughs> argument before. But just in general, for me, I feel like City Folk performed better. Um, it looked better. And overall, like it just added things back into the game that stopped existing in Wild World. Things like the toy day, like the bigger holidays. Um, I do appreciate that Wild World added new holidays and stuff, but you know what? City Folk kept those and you were still able to, I guess, enjoy them, you know, <laughs> versus, but now you could also enjoy them on top of all of the like staple holidays that we got prior. Um, I know the city was pretty underwhelming for people. I overall liked it because it introduced a lot of new shops, which yes. for me, I think the economy of the game needed it. Because um, I, I remember going through Tom Nook's life and thinking like, you know, he was kind of set up to be hated in population growing because he was essentially <laughs> the only shop owner that was making money all the time. Right. Because <laughs> you could easily... Uh, ignore the able sisters in the first game they right. did practically not they didn't even sell clothing in right. the first game that was tom nook still so i feel like as far as city folk goes like it expanded the economy by giving us some new shops like mm. we have harriet we have gracie's place we have what other shops are in there i don't even remember oh kicks but, Kicks, yeah, Kicks did his own thing, which eventually turned into a new shop, you know, right. where he, we got a whole wide variety of shoes and things. So I think though getting to the city was annoying and you always had to deal with like, uh, you know, a loading time to do that. Mm -hmm. I feel like it led to a fixed up Main Street in the next game, um, which mm -hmm. also adopted a lot of the new ideas. Uh, the fortune teller was also there. Um, oh, yes. so overall, like there were a lot of shops that were added that I think were great. Um, I, I, but in, at the same time, you know, a lot of people really appreciate the randomness of characters showing up like, but I feel like that didn't exist as well in wild world as it did in mm. population growing where if Katrina came to town, if red came to town, they all came to town and essentially posted their shop right in front of town hall. Whereas population growing, like you were running around and you had no idea if they were there. Like if you didn't go into an anchor acre one day, mm -hmm. or if you didn't like check an acre thoroughly enough, like you could miss them still. So I really appreciated population growing for that, where people could show up literally anywhere on your map. Right. And <laughs> if you're thorough enough, you could find them, but sometimes you just didn't. And so you, it, it made it special, you know? Yeah. Um, cause maybe they still come once a week in that game, but you don't see them every week because some days you just slip up, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly very surprised about, uh, you know, you, the fact, your comments about Wild War. Um, I didn't play it. The, the screen was a little too small and not bright enough for me back. This was before the DS Lite was out, uh, unfortunately. So I, I know for sure City Folk uh, was basically the better version of Wild World. So even though I didn't play it, I know what uh, Wild World introduced and, and why. And I, I, I know its place in the in the series. I'm, I'm surprised, though, <laughs> on your, your feelings about it. But I can also see how you just prefer, you know, basically the better version. Let's be honest. Yeah, and I think the bulk of it comes to the game just felt empty to me compared mm -hmm. to 
the previous game, which was population growing. I don't know how they mm. managed to fit as much as they did into population growing. But overall, I think like after I played Wild World for a while, it just felt like I was done at some point, like a lot sooner than any of the other games felt to me. Mm. Um, but City Folk, I felt like that one that the gameplay that I had on that one went a lot longer than it did on Wild World. Um, yeah, but I will say like Wild World, though it's my least favorite, I do still have a dear place in my heart for it. And I do still really like the designs of the homes in that game. Ah, I think yes. they're some of the cutest homes that we've ever gotten. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, outside of that, it's it just happens to be my least favorite and it's an unpopular opinion i know because a lot of people you know that when you're introduced to a series like animal crossing and that's your first game of course you're going to love it it's yes. great yes yeah so that said i don't think it's a bad game at all i still think it's great i just don't like it as much as the other ones that's it everybody yeah. So, <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs> hit that unsubscribe button stop <laughs> stop listening to the show I get it. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I do have a few more, and I'll go through them a little bit quicker. So, first of all, back to more population growing, I think the grid system, the acre system, should come back. And I would have wanted it to come back as part of the main camera in the game, but we know that New Horizons doesn't have that. But I'm still hoping that it comes back maybe to a, a special area of the town or, or, or of the island, or maybe for a mini game. But I definitely want to see the acre system come back. And who knows, there's going to be more Animal Crossing games after New Horizons, of course. So maybe the acre system could come back in one of those, you know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's a very... A lot of people don't know about it who didn't play the game and <laughs> right. it's pretty I, I feel like it's alarming to them when they first go into the game and notice that like oh the screen moves really different so um yeah I I like it a lot I think it works for that one and like I said it made for a lot more surprises I feel because you could be walking around in an acre and then there it is there's red's shop right who's only open like after 6 p.m so you have to remember to come back and shop at the black market though black is crossed out on there <laughs> right um yeah which this actually reminds me i do have another one um mm. i thought the other one was my last pick but <laughs> the, my last one is that i actually would prefer if we didn't have a main street in this next game um not even like oh. a island that's treated like a city in city folk um I think ever since we had a conversation with the guy who runs um, Beltry Forums, yes, I I really liked his point about the variety of the towns that we got before New Leaf. Where New Leaf, like all of the shops were in the same spot for every town. The only really difference was where the museum was, mm -hmm. um, and then from there, like retail was somewhere else in each town, but. And you could build the coffee shop, essentially. But it really lowered the amount of variety that towns could have based on the shop. So I'm hoping that in New Horizons, we just get a no main street and any shops that come into town, like they could just be somewhere on the map. You oh, know? okay. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, because I feel like, you know, even moving the museum out of the main map was a bummer because before, like, you had the museum somewhere randomly in your town. Yes. And so I feel like that brings a lot of character, like, just where your museum is placed in the town. So I'd rather see, like, a lot more variety in where people's shops and things are than seeing them all in one place. But I'm also happy, like, if people can choose to make them all in one place and recreate like a main street, you know? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. So all, all, all I'm saying is that I want the variety versus everybody's main street is the same ex- exact same thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely see that we are describing it for sure. Just give us the option. We can make the buildings uh, sporadically around the town if we want to, or even at random, or if we want to just put them all together in a straight line, horizontal, vertical, doesn't matter. It, we can make our own main street if we want to. That would be, that would be ideal. Yeah, definitely. Nice. So one more i don't know how unpopular this might be I, I i don't know how many people might know about this i think you do about the the turnip patterns yes i know i know about these <laughs> so th- yeah there there was a way basically for people to know when uh, a spike in turnip prices was coming and you you basically knew when the prices were going to be really good for you to sell your turnips and then you could have people over right I don't know. I think that should be removed. I think the turnip, the, the stock market should be completely random. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot more people to play with in, in now that we have so many internet friends and everyone is connected online. I think it's going to be fine. And there's always going to be someone with good prices to buy and to sell. So I I, I think that tur- um, I know you can always avoid looking at the patterns, but I think they just shouldn't exist in the first place. Yeah, I'd say... I'd say it was nifty, but it was just one of those other things in New Leaf where it was like, you know, the focus was always on the bells versus like the things Mm, that you could get with the bells. (laughs) Right. So everybody was just very focused on making all the money in the world just to never, (laughs) never essentially be limited to what they could do each day. Like they could just throw money at it, you know, Right. which that's not a way to solve life's problems. (laughs) Not a lot of people (laughs) have those means, you know, where they could just throw money at it. So... Yeah, I I think I'm with you right there just because the turnips, like you said, we're going to have a lot of people that we're going to be playing with and everybody could have different turnip prices and one of them could be really great. So we all rush over to that town and I think it's fun overall. Um, But it also, I don't know, I guess it's nifty being able to predict how your turnip prices are going to be and then people can plan (laughs) their trips around that too. Oh, yes. Yeah, it it did become a a planning thing for sure. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I prefer it to be random. And if yeah, you don't yeah. know about it, it is pretty random still. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was yeah. always a very cool surprise whenever you, you got it. Sometimes you misread the patterns too. And it, it didn't happen when you thought and you, you were already planning and you had your pockets ready to go and sell everything and it didn't happen. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> nice. And... Last, definitely not least, we wanted to give a little birthday shout out to Sarah. It is her birthday today, our our day of recording. And we have her unpopular opinion about Animal Crossing because she believes that pocket camp connectivity with New Horizons would be a good thing. And I think she is indeed in the minority, although we know that developers said they are looking into how they're going to be connected. Maybe some special events or something. Um, I think Sarah wanted more. I I think the less is better. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I know Sarah's been playing Pocket Camp for a long time. She's still an avid player of that. Right. And so, I don't know. I guess me personally, I'm not against it, but it's because I've been keeping up with the game lately. Oh, nice. Um, nowadays, I guess I pick and choose what I want to play. Sometimes I'll skip over an event. Like last month, I pretty much skipped over all the event stuff and just played... Um, I didn't really play too much, but this month I've been all over it. I've been playing Ooh. regularly. I'm on the game all the time. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like the pocket camp stuff isn't going to be incredibly invasive. So right. I feel like we're not going to miss out on too much. And it's not like it's hard to pick up the game and do some a couple easy things all the time. Like Like you said earlier, it's a free game. You sure there's like leaf ticket items and stuff, but honestly, the the more I've played it, the more I'm like, man, these leaf ticket items are not the best. <laughs> some of them, <laughs> some sometimes they put out a, a theme that you really like, but they're really few and far between for everybody. So everybody's like very hit and miss with these leaf ticket items. So it's not a huge appeal for the game, but they're like if you were to start playing today. There are so, so many things that you can collect and make and do. So, mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's not too bad a game to get into now. Right, right. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that, that went a lot longer than I thought it was going to. <laughs> Pretty good thing we only picked one topic here. Um, so, anyways, let's go ahead and end the show by going through our Haken's Islander Corner. And this is our segment of the show where every week we ask our patrons on Patreon a question and they answer it. This week's question is, are there any features you don't want to come back from New Leaf? So, Sergio, you already mentioned several things like DJ KK. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, did you have any others that you didn't want back? There's one in particular that still bothers me. Uh, basically, the police station, you can only have one type, and that meant mm -hmm. that you could only have Booker or Copper, and you would never get the other one back, and I don't want that. I don't want something that you can only pick once and you're not able to change it later. Uh, you're able to have different designs for your train station, which is cool. Uh, I wish it was the same for the police station. I wish you could change whenever. So that's what I don't, I don't want any any things that are locked permanently once you choose them that makes a lot of sense i think that's a good call um yeah i guess i don't know for me one thing i don't want back i've, I've said the main street i've said hmm. i don't know it's tough i think mostly the main street i'm 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 done with it i don't want main street <laughs> anymore i just want random town of full of random things <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i really like that and it is unpopular but the way you describe it i think it's for the best for sure yeah and, and it just gives you more variety when you visit another town for example yes. all right so let's go ahead and go through these answers let's go back and forth i'll start with the first one so bunny said I didn't like having to unlock PowerPoint, uh, public works project PowerPoint. <laughs> My goodness. I, I'm getting ready for work tomorrow. <laughs> Anyways, I didn't like to un having to unlock public works projects. I was about to say it again. By waiting for villagers to suggest them. It literally took Hazel three years to request the windmill, and I'd been planning my town around it from day one. Oh. But I don't think this will be back in Animal Crossing New Horizons, as we can seemingly put all items outside anyway. 
Um, you know what? I think it is coming back, and it's coming back stronger oh. than ever. <laughs> because yes, we're going to be crafting a lot of things, but they are. They did mention like we are going to be getting crafting recipes from the villagers that live in our place. Oh, that's right. So I think it's going to be worse than ever before. Like there are going to be <laughs> items, tons and tons of items that we're going to be able to craft, and who knows when we're going to see them all because. Thus far, we've seen a very small collection of items in the treehouse, and I'm guessing that's just like the tip of the iceberg. Not even the tip. It's like a little tiny part <laughs> of what <laughs> the tip would be. But anyways, yeah, I feel like, unfortunately, this is going to come back stronger than ever, but unpopular opinion for me, I prefer it. <laughs> I uh, the, Here's another unpopular opinion, I guess, but I do like that it kept you talking to your villagers um, mm -hmm. because like once I had all the public works projects, I stopped talking to my villagers. Um, sometimes they would call out to me and be like, Nope, I'm busy. So, so I do like that aspect and I feel like it's going to give us more incentive to be more interactive with them, you know? Mm, yes. So, and that's what I'm all about in this game. Like, I want to have incentives to do a lot of the things that I stopped doing in New Leaf just because I didn't really need to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think that's fine, too. It adds more value, of course, and we, we love that. As long as there are no repeats, and it would be nice, too, if they maybe don't locked into specific personalities so that anyone can request anything because these are going to be crafted items. There's going to be so many of them, so for sure... It, you know, depending on how they do it, it could be it could be a really good thing and add more value to the well, game. I don't know about that either, because I feel like they're going to be even more locked to personalities, <laughs> maybe even by species this time around. Oh, man. <laughs> so, uh, but I don't know. I, I, this is all my just speculation about it, but it could be worse. I, that's I'm preparing for a worse scenario in Bunny's case, you know? Yep, yep, that's true. So the next answer is by Stephanie Clayton. The answer is, this isn't a specific to New Leaf, but I'm hoping the stores will be open 24/7 or at least for a longer period of time. If I want to flip, if I want to play before I go into work, I want that option. If I wake up at three in the morning and can't go back to sleep, I want that option. I want the ability to play how and when I want to, which sounds like the direction they are taking in New Horizons. That would be very nice. That would solve a lot of problems. <laughs> I feel, and I do feel like they're going this direction. I think they said Tom Nooks is open 24 7. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if I'm starting to get the idea that they want to, are, uh, they want to avoid us being able to time travel. And one of the biggest reasons I feel that's justifiable for time traveling is when the shops are open, like changing your clock to play just to shop, you know, because right. that's the main big thing mm -hmm. that you could do in previous games. So I don't know. I feel like they might be in that direction of like, you know what? This is going to be open 24-7 and characters are going to be awake all the time. So, um, well, maybe well, maybe not the characters. I don't know. But like special characters, at least. I feel like they're going to be awake 24-7 <laughs> and they're going to always be there to oh, fit man. your needs, you know? <laughs> right. So they're, they're all going to be like Isabel now. Yeah, exactly. Working way too hard. <laughs> so Kevin Sund says, newly features, huh? 
I can't think of a single feature that needs to go. Every feature felt so important to the series, and nothing made me feel like another game had better features. Honestly, most features need to be reworked in some way to be better, but none are so bad I could see removing them. I'm just tired of features being taken away from other games, and I'd hate for someone to say that about New Leaf for the next game. Where's my ask a favor feature that is what I'm missing from all the way back in population growing? Mm. Um, so yeah, I like this answer because it, it like we've gotten removed features before, and the big one is that ask for a favor thing. Yes, and so like when you have that option to always ask somebody, like if they have a little chore that you can do, I feel like that also keeps you talking to the villagers even more. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I'm down for them to bring back that feature. Yeah, yeah, and for sure, I agree that taking features, it's almost always not a good thing. Um, but we already seen that they might be taking away the ability to be major. And sometimes you have to take away features to explore the different ones. So I think that's what they're doing. But as long as they keep the best ones or most of them, yeah, for sure, we are all for that. Yeah. And I'll say like Mayor, though it was taken away from us, that, I mean, the bulk of that feature was put in so we could decorate the exterior of our town a little bit more. Yes. But now they've like, there's no need for it because we just can, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. The next answer is by Fairy Cakes Land, and they say, I didn't like how there wasn't much to do after certain hours. I want to spend my off days or late shift breaks doing requests, building, and shopping. And going back to the previous answer, yes, um, you know, if they do make everything open 24-7, either the special characters being there all the time or... Maybe the special characters taking turns running the different shops, so some sometimes one of them can sleep and, and you know regain their energy. But that would be very nice, and that would accommodate a lot of our schedules. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it, like I said, the biggest difficulty with the game, and I feel like it's one that's justifiable in terms of time travel, is just like your schedule doesn't match up with yeah. regular society. So <laughs> you need the game to be able to fit that because yeah. it's a game, you know, it's a video game. Like it, I think it gets a lot of charm and stuff from being very realistic with the real time clock. But I think at some point, I think it's a good time to lose it because we have four other games that already do that. Mm, good point. Yes. So Tab says, I don't want to have to choose between Booker and Copper. I want to have oh. them both in my town. So yeah, she mentioned exactly <laughs> what you said earlier. Like, it's just not fair to have just one of those dogs. We need them both. Yeah, especially because they were together all the time before. So I don't know why they did that. And then they don't even give you the option to switch them. You know, maybe at least do that. But ideally, both together would be better. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> And our last answer is by Kakulu, and they said, Tortimer's Island can be dropped, if you ask me. <laughs> We've got our own islands now. If Tortimer wants to invite us somewhere, it had better be somewhere new, like a mountain resort or a cruise ship, maybe. I don't want a break from my island just to go to another island. That is a very good point. And uh, I don't know if this is just me. I, I didn't go to the island so much in my later years in New Leaf. Um, I wonder if that's the case for other players. So I feel like the, the mini game portion of the game could be a little bit worked on to make it more interesting and more more rewarding in the long run too. Yeah, for sure. I think 
Same here, like I don't go to the island too much. I tend to stick to my place. And, you know, in general, those parts of the town, like I think this is one of the problems people had with City Folk was just the wait time to get to this other section. Mm, yes. And so that's another reason, like I don't really want the main street. Like if they make it on another island, I just don't want to deal with that wait time going to another island um, because you probably have to go to a certain location of your town, guessing it's the port. Mm-hmm. where your plane lands you have to get on the plane fly over there and then all of a sudden you're there and then you can do all your things but say your pockets are full and you're like oh i forgot to <laughs> empty out my pockets got to go back and do all that so i feel like it just it limits you and it kind of mm. becomes cumbersome you know just yes. doing that so yeah I, and they make a good point i don't want to leave my island and go hang out on some other island yeah <laughs> I already, i'm already having that experience right now i feel like it worked in new leaf because you didn't really have an island but now we we can do more with it yes mm-hmm. all right everybody well we've been going for a while thank you so much for listening if you want to be part of the conversation on all things animal crossing please join our discord i have a link in the description of this podcast It's totally free to join. You don't have to be a patron. And if you do join, you can get Sergio and my friend codes. If you do want to be a patron, visit patreon.com slash ChewyPlaysNintendo. For just a dollar, you can support our show, get tons of cool things. You can see our current goals to improve the show and our content. And we really try to make it worth it because we appreciate your support. If you're watching or listening on YouTube, please leave a comment about your unpopular Animal Crossing opinions. And please leave a review of the show wherever you're listening helps the show gain some visibility and allows our community to grow and once again thank you for listening and we hope you have a great week goodbye everybody